Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to this crazy, amazing episode. I know I've brought this episode up about, oh, five times at least because I brought it up on every episode ever since um, Gaia and I had talked about uh, having this episode uh, back in January after the last show she was on about magical male ejaculation. So go check that out. I think that was January 22nd. and who is this crazy Gaia chick that I have on tonight talking to me? Well, she's more than a chick. She's definitely grown up. She's not like a little tiny baby. She's like a big girl. Um, Gaia has dedicated her life to making the world a happier place. Well, I think just her presence in it does that. So a sexier and safer place for all of us. She's a world-renowned holistic sexual wellness specialist, a BDM, BDSM life coach, which is actually going to be the topic of today's discussion. She's also an instructor, author, international speaker, and founder of Succulent Living. Through her sexual wellness coaching private practice, she makes sex safe, makes sex better, and helps you take it to the next level. Her philosophy is that for true sexual wellness to happen, you must look at these five aspects, play, sensuality, sexuality, exploration, and sacred. Her published book is called Stop, Drop, and Wiggle, which explores the first aspect um, and the foundation of happiness, play. She's also the founder and department head of the Sexual Wellness Coaching Certification Program at the Succulent Living Institute. Her education and training consists of sexology, trauma recovery, life coaching, tantra training, sex coaching, and lots of practices in the areas of play, healing, and exploring. And she's had sex more than once. Uh, that's yes, not I in her have. bio, but I but I know that's true. <laughs> Probably more than once in one day. <laughs> so, that's also true. <laughs> you can actually find more information about Gaia at succulentliving.com. That's succulent with two C's for those of you who are wondering how to spell it. S-U-C-C-U-L-E-N-T-L-I-V-I-N-G.com. Um, and you can write to her on there too. You can contact her. And I love that actually this morning's message. I um, Gaia has uh, messages on Mondays and Thursdays on Facebook Lives. And this morning you had this addition. And I hadn't listened to a few of them in the last few weeks. But this one uh, today I was listening in. And you said, when I say connect with me, it's not about going on a date with me and flirting with me. It's a professional connection. It was freaking great. I just love I just love that you were just getting down to that. It was awesome. So I really want to welcome you to the show for the second time. So um and I don't usually have people on twice unless I really enjoy you. So thank you. 
And uh, we are talking about BDSM life coaching, which sounds really crazy. So <laughs> most people must have yes. read that and went, it, hey, what the heck is BDSM? And then if they do know what BDSM is, they're like, how does that, how do you incorporate that with life coaching? What the what? So if you could, um, A, um, you are the expert on this topic. So if you could just let our audience know a little bit about what that means to you, that would be fantastic. Excellent. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that wonderful intro. You are always incredibly entertaining, and you make me giggle. Thank you. Um, just also bear bear mind, um, I have a cold. I am on cold meds, so I'm not sure how brilliant I will be. Usually I'm quite entertaining on cold meds, but I might be an oversharer, so you might have to rein me in a little bit, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's the cold meds, I swear it. (laughs) It's not the cold meds' fault. I told you too much about my life. (laughs) You might get the best interview out of me ever. Um, I love it. So what is BDSM life coaching? (laughs) Okay, so thank you. Um, All right, so BDSM, let's start with the audience to to, to define what BDSM is first so that uh, we're all on the same page. So uh, BDSM stands for, the initials stand for B and D is uh, bondage and discipline. S and M is sadomasochism. And then you have DS which stands for power exchange, domination, and submission. And SM can stand for slave master. And so basically at the end of the day, BDSM is the acronym for all things that are kink-related, power exchange-related, pain and pleasure-related. So that's what BDSM is. And life coaching is basically um, helping people to create the best version of themselves and best version of their lives that they want. Um, So a little bit of like, how did I become a BDSM life coach? (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question. I like that you just asked yourself that. (laughs) That's great. That's make it easier. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just sit back and relax. You enjoy the show. Um, So that was not my calling. I didn't think that was going to be my calling. I did not think that I would become the girl that's known to teach people how to spank others from a place of love. I didn't think that that was what was going to happen in my career path. However, that's exactly what has happened. So what happened was is that I was working I've been working in in the world of sexual healing and sexual wellness for at least 10 years as a full-time practice. And I did a lot of talks and workshops and seminars and education in the world of BDSM um which falls under the aspect of exploration. And uh one of my clients had been coming to see me and he really really was struggling with um, getting his shit together. <laughs> Fundamentally, he had addiction to porn. He was having uh, major anxiety issues, and um, and so he was struggling um, with also being able to leave his house. Like so, some pretty heavy duty issues and depression. So we had been working with each other for about a year, and I've been trying to help him, re- you know, reprogram and you know make some major life changes and and work and, and build a healthier relationship with his sexuality and his anxiety issues. 
And he'd been going to a bunch of dominatrix, pro, pro dominatrix, femdoms. Um, and he did, was, he came back to me and he's like, I'm not feeling safe. I'm not feeling comfortable. Um, I really want to be able to learn to surrender, but, um, I can't seem to find somebody that I can do that with. He's like, I know that you know all about this. You teach all about it. Would you be willing to help me experience that? And in my holistic sexual wellness practice, I do a lot of hands-on body uh, work. So first I had to, I wavered a little bit. I'm like, well, I don't know. That's like my own personal hobby. (laughs) I'm not sure I want to like, I'm not sure I want to bring this into my professional world. And, And I had to really sit with like the, ethics and the boundaries and like what that would look like and so we negotiated all of that and um so we had our first session our bdsm first bdsm session and within three sessions he started doing his homework he started meditating every day going to the gym not watching porn that was was unhealthy for him uh, making friends uh like his whole life changed and I was like, whoa, this shit's powerful. <laughs> was, Spanking is really awesome. I was like, yeah. So what I started to realize is that basically, I mean, you know, it is really awesome. And it's awesome from my perspective that I get to hit my clients when they don't do their homework. But from oh. on a serious <laughs> note, on a serious note, um, Basically, the BDSM is used uh, from a life coaching perspective is used as a, a punishment and reward system. And we're all hardwired from childhood to please our parental role models to when we do something good, we get rewarded. When we do something bad, we get punished. So it's really easy just to hop into the already pre-existing hardwired in our neural pathways so all of a sudden, it becomes really easy. It's like if you do your homework, you get rewarded. If you don't, you get punished. And and people's definitions of punishment in the world of BDSM vary. Like some person um, who's not a pain slut um, will, mm-hmm. you know, will not like to be spanked and have impact play. Right? That would not be that would not be a reward for them. However, somebody else who is a pain slut, that could be very much a reward and a punishment for not doing their homework. Might they have to sit in a corner and not be touched and ignore it all for an, an hour? So it yeah. really it really depends on the person, and that's where I come in. That's where my skill sets come in. Understanding the psychology of submission, domination. Um, pain, pleasure, reward, punishment, um, and how to best serve my clients. So is this like a conversation that you have, uh, you know, like part of your intake? What, uh, is that part of like the information that they kind of give over to you is this is what a, a punishment is for me and this is what a reward for me would be? Is this something that's like pre-discussed or is this something that you evaluate through like your coaching with them? Uh, because they could walk in and just lie their pants off to you just to, you know, no, 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 my punishment is being spanked, but really it's their pleasure and they're just getting away with being spanked all the time? Or is there just <laughs> is this something that you kind of figure out? I'm way too smart for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we in the industry we call that topping from the bottom. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that term. So Tell me about this term, topping from the bottom. It's new to me. 
Oh, okay. Well, this is this is where um, chopping from the bottom is where a submissive basically is either a trying to manipulate the dom to do what they want them to, mm. b um, you know taking basically um, it, it's basically like the submissive trying to manipulate the dom, and there's all different variations okay. of that. I like that. Um, and and most and the truth is is most subs and most especially especially there's two different types of subs. There's a submissive submissive sub and then there's a dom sub. And the dom subs are control freaks in the rest of their lives. So they're they try to be a control <laughs> freak, but under the guise of no, I'm being submissive and try to be sneaky. Right. Which why they come see me because I'm really good and they're not. There's no way that they're going to outsmart me. <laughs> That is so funny. I think there's, I think there are so many people with like that level of, um, you know, control in their lives that they're just like to put it in a different perspective of like they're not willing to let go, but they pretend like they are. They're like, yeah, no, I really want to change everything, but they don't, and that's just like got the same energy to me as uh, that topping from the bottom thing. Like they're just they're trying to out manipulate even what they say that they think they would like. Oh, that's exactly what. That- it's exactly yeah. right. Exactly. It's very yeah. cool. <laughs> very funny. It's, it's, I'm learning new terminology so, today. Nice. Um, so from an intake ses- spe- or session, what we would do is I would, first of all, I'd always ha- I always have a phone call with a client first to make sure we're a good fit, um, to make them sure that they understand that this is from a therapeutic perspective and it's really about, A, learning to feel safe and surrender control, or B, we're making something better in your life. You're not just coming for um, for your kinky exploration necessarily with me, right? That's not mm-hmm. that's not the role that I play. And if we're a good fit, then we do an intake session, and that intake session can be an hour to four hours long. And I go over wow. their full intake, their sexual history. We we have a hard limits list around sex, uh, BDSM activities. They rate them. Um, we go over through that we create, I go through their uh, physical health, their emotional health, their psychological health, and um, and we negotiate what's on the safe list, what's on the hard limits list, what's on the maybe if it pleases you mistress list. <laughs> so, um, you know, and so it's very comprehensive. And then we negotiate what's going to be. What an intake. Mm-hmm. That's, fa- that's fabulous. I think, you know, so, you know, paying you $10,000 for your first session, it's totally worth it, right? <laughs> I'm upping your rates right now, Gaia. You're just not aware of it. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. All of you out there listening. My her intake fee for her four-hour intake session is $10,000. US Okay. So, <laughs> I'm now your pimp. This is how it's working, girlfriend. I'm your pimp. All right, sweet. And- Pimp me up. Pimp <laughs> so, I'm going to take a 5% fee from that. It's all good. <laughs> Understood. It's all good. See, I just became the dom there. I just switched it up. That was cool. <laughs> so, we're actually going to head to break. And when we come back, how much more fun can we have talking about BDSM life coaching, what you probably didn't even know existed till today after this break? 
Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone, where we're talking about BDSM life coaching, the life coaching you probably never knew existed. That should have been my underscore title (laughs) for this program. And I have a wonderful guest on tonight. Her name is Gaia Morissette. She's actually a fellow Canadian. She lives not too far from me, and one day I will meet her in person. I swear it. Actually, she has a wonderful program coming up um, in the next few months. Gaia, um, would you be willing to just uh, tell the audience, and we'll talk about this again near the end as well, just to get a few plugs in for your coaching program that you've got coming up. Oh, yes, I'm super excited. Uh, It's called Switch Your Dom, Your Inner Dom On. And um, there's two phases of the the program, and it's it's uh, the first four, it's a four-day intensive of learning how to be a good dom. And you'll learn about anatomy, safety, psychology. Uh, it's an intensive where you, you know, heal your own stuff. Um, and you learn the best way to be, the best doms are doms that have experienced surrendering and being submissive. And in order for you to truly truly be able to create a safe space for somebody else, you have to know what that feels like and be willing to to test the waters yourself. So in that four-day intensive, 
we explore that about you being submissive and surrendering in order to learn how to be a dom. Um, I love that. And that's open to, and and I I love that too. And it's a controversial, it's a very controversial theory um, in my, in in my world. Um, However, um, I stand by it 100%. Like that's just, that's how it is. (laughs) If you want to be good at it, you have to surrender. And if you can't surrender, how how can you create that for a safe space for somebody else? I think it even means that in you the, don't uh, feel safe enough. Yeah, even even in the you know Fifty Shades of Grey that everybody's so aware of, or most people are so aware of, even in that in those books, uh, even with you know uh, whatever his name was, Christian Grey, he was even one of those characters who said at some point that he had a dom, and so he was willing to surrender at one point too. So, you know. People sometimes forget that aspect of it. And and actually, when we were on break, I was wondering, and then I asked you the other question first about your coaching program, but I wondered what you've noticed some of the benefits of surrendering um, as a sub-R for people. You know, I, I can imagine there's many, but I just wondered from your experience and your awareness what uh, you've seen as some of the benefits of that. Um, can I finish answering the other question first and then we can get back to that question? Yeah, be awesome. for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Sorry, so I just like, jumped in. That's right, so, all right. So the first four days is open to the public and open to anybody who wants to explore being the most fantastic dom ever. Um, and then there's another part of it if you want to become a pro-dom or pro-dominatrix. Um, and that's a, two-day pro, that's a two-day program that is tacked onto those four days um, and then you get uh, you get a website you get a business you're certified you get mentorship constant training um, so you know the idea behind world domination um, association mm-hmm. which is the organization um, was to standardize and create safe space for exploration into the world of BDSM so that people like my client don't end up getting in a situation where it was uncomfortable or somebody gets injured or somebody gets hurt. So that's what this whole program is all about. That's cool. So I just heard like a 500 hands go up that they're going to just come come on out. Can you give them the dates for when that's going to be? Um, so what day is that in May? Do you remember what day you're starting that? It is in May because I'm pretty sure yeah. I had it in yeah. my mental calendar. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's like May 5th that week. It's a Saturday cool. to a Saturday. Um, yeah, I don't have it in front of me, school, but yeah. yes. Um, awesome. And then, and then um, you can you can uh, learn all about it and more of the details and the prices and all the logistics and registration at uh, domnation dot world. So that's D O M N A T I O N. There's no I, no I between Dom. It's not Dom I Nation. It's Dom Nation. Dom Nation, exactly. Dot World. Dot World. Yeah. Awesome. So okay. So yeah, back so, to your awesome question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The benefits of surrendering. Oh my God! There's so many. Um, let's start. I just with, that um, your body just got so excited. Awesome. Go. <laughs> Um, the first one is um, learning to surrender and let go of control. What that does is it allows you, oh, thank you very much. It allows you to feel safe. So 
a lot of people who I work with, as well as my own self of my own journey of my own down the rabbit hole of BDSM, um, has been and lear- me learning to be submissive because I'm incredibly alpha and dominant in the world. Um, the thing that helped me learn to heal from all of my trauma and all of my childhood abuse and and stop being a you know a raging control freak was learning how to surrender and letting go of control and I remember the first time that I finally actually really fully did it and I got to this place and it's called subspace and I'll quantify what subspace is subspace is this magical place of the reason why you want to submit um, it's basically like a tantric trance that you go into, um, where every people talk about, for me, everything gets really still and really quiet and really Zen. It's like the alt, it's, it's like being in a float tank. Um, everything is just Zen. Other people talk about it as the place where they feel safe and secure. Other people talk about it where they see colors and they have visions and all sorts of things happen in that. Sub- so it's called subspace. But in order to achieve that, it means you have to absolutely surrender, let go of control. And in order to surrender and let go of control, there's two key components that need to happen, trust and safety. And so... Let's face it, as a human race, most of us are running around having major trust issues and major safety issues. <laughs> so the idea of actually letting go and surrendering and trusting in that moment um, is pretty much a skill set that very few of us actually have. So true. And so Do you this think is that a really like powerful a- way of achieving that. Are we at some point, you know, when we look at our lives, right, and we look at some of the things that might have occurred, some traumas, some, uh, you know, abuses, or even just life itself that gets in the way of uh, surrendering, is there even, like, a place even as babies? Like, I remember my daughter when she was born, even, like, day two, she was a control freak. Like, she had Mm -hmm. a thing where she would, if I tried to change her in public, she would go ballistic, I could change her in Mm -hmm. private, me and her, we were fine. And if I changed her anywhere near other people, she was livid. So, I mean, I also am aware of, like, other things. Like, yes, we could have past life um, influences or, like, energetic influences. And how much of it is that we really maybe are even, could we even be born with that unwillingness to surrender, even though as a baby here we are in these vulnerable bodies that actually require to some assistance. I mean, my daughter just, mm-hmm. she was not there. She was definitely control freak about the changing. So mm-hmm. I just wondered what, what your awareness is on that. If it kicks in at some point, uh, you know, could it even be in utero or what, it, what are you aware of, of uh, that or what's your experience with that? Well, I think there's a couple different things. There's like one, I do believe in past life, we carry stuff from our past life. So if we haven't healed it or released it and let go of it and, you know, we carry it into our current life. Um, I also believe that sometimes um, even when in your, like in, in the belly, um, you know, they, the infants as they're built, as they're like growing and they're, and they're developing, can, they're so sensitive to the energy around them. So if the mother or the mother was in an environment where there was a feeling of uns- 
safety or uncomfortableness or something that created some anxiety or stress, the baby picks that up while it's developing. And so I think then they they can come in with still carrying some stuff about, yeah, I don't it don't feel safe enough to surrender yet or or I may not feel comfortable in this particular aspect to surrender or this with this particular yeah. person to surrender, right? So I think that you know, there's lots of reasons why we don't tend to surrender. And, you know, it doesn't mean because something horrendous happened. It just also, too, is we're also taught, there's another part of that. We're taught that if you surrender and go with the flow um, and are like that kind of easygoing zen, you're not really reinforced. That behavior isn't really reinforced. We're taught to struggle and be in competition and to be the power hung- the most power hungry in the room and do whatever it takes to make things work and so we're kind of as a culture support like we truly support control freaks and we kind of so like <laughs> say you're, you're we kind of say you're kind of weak and and less than if you aren't a control freak i've noticed that i mean i've been doing body work for uh, so I do somatic body work is one of the things I do for over 11 years now. And a lot of it's really quite funny um, when I work on bodies, there have been some people who like I go to move a leg and they're just like, no freaking way. Um, so really for me, in some ways, I am like a dominatrix of bodies. I do like coax them into surrendering to let go. Um, I just don't necessarily have uh, like a spanking after Though that could be really fun yeah. to add in just for fun. Just for fun. I'm going to spank you as you leave. <laughs> so, I, I know my friend Christine who's doing the um, producing tonight. She's also the owner of, of this station. Um, she'd probably show up if I spank. Well, I do spank her all the time like she just said. But, you know, I think if I yeah. added that in the session, <laughs> she would show up more. She's like, shh, shh. Yeah, yeah, right. Everybody knows it because I announce these things on the radio about me and her all the time, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, she's so full of crap. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, that's really fun. I think that there is so much, um, you know, so many ways that we are trying to control not just our bodies, our environment, our thoughts. It's like, God forbid we actually do let go and surrender. I think... Um, I do some other work called Access Consciousness, and they talk about that for some people, it's the first time in their life when they get their bars run is the first time they're willing to receive, which to me has a lot to do with surrender. So in order to receive, you actually have to have no barriers up, right? You have to be, like you were talking about, that space like in the float tank, um, mm. that then space. You, ha- you have to be willing to be space in order to surrender, um, and then, and then what's possible, then you can show up as anything, right? Like, yeah, you can yeah, all of a sudden be, experience. The, yeah. you can truly experience and receive whatever it is. And, you know, surrender is the key. You know, I've been doing a lot of work lately and I've been having these themes run through my work and, and surrender is a big one. It's in, and actually, Learning, even being a dom, you have to learn to surrender to the moment so that you can fully be present in that moment with your sub. So even the doms themselves need to surrender to be present and not be in forcing and controlling. So there's a huge difference between being in a place of empowerment and power 
versus being in control and submit. Like, so submission isn't mean surrender doesn't mean submission because I have lots of subs yes. that submit all the time and don't fucking surrender and we're still working on it. <laughs> um, and, and being a dom is also about not just having power doesn't make and being control doesn't mean that you really are in control. The truth is is that learning to surrender is actually where you become a really good dom because you find because you're present in the moment you have to be present and like you talked about receiving same with orgasms like you can't be epically orgasmic if you can't surrender to receiving pleasure and in order to surrender you must feel safe (laughs) and you must trust these are the these are the key ingredients so i guess fundamentally the biggest part is let go let go let go Surrender, and then I'm just going to say let the fuck go because I haven't we haven't sworn on this show yet and I just like to throw at least one swear in on every show just so that Christine can have a little cringe and go oh she swore again see Melissa just let it go <laughs> let, it be, let it the F go um, but I'm doing a lot better than I used to man every third word on my first few years was like first year at least was like F this see this, uh, every C word under the sun and every F word under the sun. It was, it was hardcore, but I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to actually head to break and I have a few more questions for you when we come back right after this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. 
This is the Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, 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 my sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Amelia Tjelanich, and tonight we are talking about BDSM life coaching with my guest, Gaia Morissette, who is a fellow Canadian. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I just like to say that because there's just such this like camaraderie of, hey, yes, we might meet each other one day. And actually, Christine is like right in between us. She was actually even she lived in Guelph near probably near you at one point. But now she lives in Oakville. So there you go. We just all we just all meet for drinks in Toronto one night. That'd be great. Wow, I have I have a master plan because we talked about pottery in our last time, and yeah. I'm setting up my, my I'm setting up my pottery studio at the nudist resort. So this summer, you girls need to come and do some naked pottery with me. Oh, I love that! Actually, my cousin after that show, she was listening in with her husband, and she messaged me actually during the show, and I hadn't seen it, and she said, "Oh my God, I'm so gonna go make penis pottery with you whenever you go." <laughs> so I love it. Yes, please, like, let me know when you've got that going on. I am definitely making the trip for that. It's uh, it's way too exciting, and how could I not choose that, right? Christine's in, too. We're going to make a road yep. trip. We'll just gather up our friends. We're going to come to your penis pottery class because it's going to be spanktacular. <laughs> the Nudist Resort's pretty pretty close to, um, actually, it's like, it's in sort of just off the 401 outside of Milton, Christine, in case you didn't know. It's actually not that far from one of our friends, who I'm sure we can get to come with us. She'd be She'd be both um, horrified, mortified, and excited all at the same time. Yeah, man, there is. She didn't even know there is a nudist resort <laughs> outside of Campbell, it's like Campbellville. It's, it's it, well, it's actually it's where it's uh, off the Highway Six South called the Ponderosa. Yeah, yeah, it's been there forever. Yeah. It's very yeah. exciting. <laughs> okay, so we digest. Okay, go back back to BDS. That was great. <laughs> Back to BDSM and penis pottery. Woohoo! <laughs> so so um, we kind of talked about the benefits of surrender, which was pretty awesome. And then also from the receiving end of it, um, you were talking about how the dom also requires to be willing to surrender and be present as well. Um, and that that in itself is something that I think a lot of people don't consider um, you know, they're thinking that it is this, you know, kind of being in this control freak mode, kind of like a a bull that just got stamped or something, kind of running wild and out of con- you know, so uh, in control they're out of control. I don't know. It just seemed like something that you would not really um, consider as having a lot of presence or kindness, really. But it ultimately can be a kindness in so many ways, especially if that's a a pleasure for somebody to receive. But my question actually is, is um, what are the benefits to the dom when when somebody um, does surrender to them? Like what what kind of experience is it for you when somebody does surrender for you? 
Well, it's the ultimate sort of, I trust you. It's, it is the ultimate honor, fundamentally. There's no bigger honor than somebody saying, not only do I feel safe with you, I trust you, and I know that you have my best interest at heart, which is why I allow you, that's why I've given you the gift of power in this moment. And um, like, there, it just makes my heart warm. Like it's right now, my heart's all like, ah, <laughs> when I think about no. it, right? Like when I think about, you know, what an incredible, powerful gift another human being can give you to you. And the difference, and so I think this is really important, you know, from, um, you know, from a BDSM life coaching perspective, I do a lot of training and teaching of what makes a dom because the doms are the ones that are responsible in those, those scenes and those moment, moments. And, um, and it's, and it's a gift that somebody is giving you. And if you fuck it up and you could fuck somebody up and hurt them. And I mean, some of the activities can be pretty uh, risky. So there could be death. Like you really need to know what you're doing, how you're doing it. Um, and making sure that you're always coming from the place of um, love, fundamentally respect and love. Um, I, I have this saying that you never spank from a place of anger, only ever from a place of love. If you're feeling angry, if you're feeling any kind of aggression like that, it means that it's not a good time to dom anybody because you are not going to be a loving, respectful, caring dom at that moment. You're going to be basically a sociopath. And sociopaths are not good. (laughs) (laughs) Sociopaths are bad. Banking from love, good. (laughs) Good, exactly. Being, Being an ethical sadist, good. Psychosociopath, bad. <laughs> I would like to design some T-shirts for you that say "Spank from Love," and then there there could be like um like a sort of like a butt symbol with like a little mark on it and "Spank from Love" underneath. Or something. I just think maybe there's then people would wear it. "Spank from Love" hashtag "Spank from Love" is the new movement. I think I'll just yeah. add that on to like everything I write, even if it's like. Here's a recipe for muffins. Spank from love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> this created as, you know, this is going to be the newest trending hashtag going. If everybody listening tonight can just add the hashtag spank from love, from love. to everything yep. you write, even if it's like, you know, you went to your, your kid's recital, hashtag spank from love. Just let's make it just go crazy and see what shows up. Um, so yeah so back to that kind of question around the dom and what the experience of the dom Um, so that's a huge gift but it's also like in order to do that that means you have to be super super vigilantly aware Um, you have to make sure that you are not intoxicated Um, you know great example I had a client I had a client this morning one of my BDSM life coach clients and I didn't take any cold meds because I wanted to make sure that I'm fully aware and present. I have to be aware of the person's breathing, all the subtle nonverbal cues, um, what's going on with their health and safety. Like, there's all these, there's a zillion little things that you have to be watching for in order to make sure that the experience is healthy and safe and consensual. Um, and so it's important, like super, super yeah. important. Yeah, don't be drunk or on drugs when you're BDSM life coaching. In fact, please go to her class first in yes. May, May 5th, May. 
to actually get some training before you just walk out there and throw that name on uh, on your you know title because you think you want to spank people. Um, having some training is not an insult. <laughs> you know, I find that sometimes people are like, I don't have to train in that. I can just do it. You know, there's a. I've trained in a lot of things over the years, and like so have you. Your your list is yeah. is probably long as mine. It's not an insult to get information. <laughs> so so take a class, learn some more, get some valuable tools that you can actually utilize. Like have have some integrity in your work so that you can approach uh, you know your if you are choosing to be a BDSM life coach that you can actually approach it with some authenticity and with some information and with some presence and you know actually know what you're doing instead of just thinking you know what you're doing would be a good well, idea that's what i think yeah i i'd like to say i'd like to add a little bit more to that too is that um, if you're going, if you really do want to become a BDSM life coach, you do need come get training because there's a big difference between playing and from a sexual standpoint. And then when we start adding the psychological and the and the cognitive reprogramming, that shit, if you don't know what you're fucking doing, is dangerous. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. You could seriously psychologically, not just physically damage somebody, but psychologically damage them on such a deep level because we are not just using words and language. We're using anchoring and neurochemicals and all sorts of stuff to do behavioral yeah. modification. So... Yeah, don't be like, oh, I was listening to a guy and he made it sound so easy. I can totally do that. No, you can't. Yeah, no. Come see me first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what know, I'm trying I to have... say. Because I can hear like voices energetically going, yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, if you take the class. And if you pass the course, because there might actually be, you know, some post-class training, you know, there might actually be some stuff that you actually have to do so that uh, you are, um, you are, doing this and being this in a way that's that's contributory rather than destructive. Yeah. And then for all the people who want to just add to their repertoire of their own kinky exploration, then you still need to take a course. Um, yeah. And it's really important that you take a course because it's it, this isn't something that you – there's a whole bunch of safety and protocols and anatomy that you have to learn. And again, there's – the psychological responsibility that a sub gives to you and you need to know how to deal with that and you need to know what to do in a trauma situation and you like there's all these things that need to happen it's not like oh i watched an, a video on youtube about giving blowjobs i can totally go do that now i'm an expert it's not one of those scenarios when it comes to bdsm because there is high risk Safety involved. Um, yeah. Safety involved. You need to get educated in it, and being yeah, educated. Some of the, exactly. Like even some of the simpler things, even like um, just even like having your hands tied to a bed. If you actually are not tied, you you can cut off circulation. You could actually damage the person's body if you're tying them in such a way that's actually going to have their body twisted. Like you can dislocate parts too. Depending oh, on yeah. what you're doing, oh, yeah. like they're, they're, it's a really good idea to learn some anatomy for sure, and to actually yeah. take a class on how how to do it. Like tying too can be a beautiful art with ropes, but if you don't know what you're doing, you can create uh, havoc actually in the body. So, yeah, please like get some training because um, it can be quite an experience if you are willing to surrender 
Um, and knowing, so for, for me personally, if I was to choose it, I would rather go to somebody like you who actually has training, who knows what they're doing, rather than uh, Madame Zelga down the street who just has some whips and chains in her basement and, you know, I walk away maybe feeling extra violated than I did when I walked in and there was no maybe pleasure, but there was just confusion like you were saying with your your first client that actually was the one who kind of invited you to create this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, super, yeah. super, super, super important. Get training, get training, get training, get training. And um, <laughs> in the world of BDSM, and again, I just want to re you know regurgitate basically what you said, which is being well trained is not an insult. Being well trained gives you credibility. And being well-trained allows others to say, hey, I can surrender to you because I know that you know what you're doing. I don't have to worry about, are you tying me right? Are you using the right implements? Do you, you know, I don't have to think about any of those things because I know that you've been trained and you know you have training behind it, so I don't have to think about that. So your sub gets the luxury of knowing that you're trained, you're well-trained, and they can surrender easier to you. Absolutely. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Are there any other um, sort of classes you'll be teaching in the next little while? Is this your, this is your main course and then, of course, the penis pottery in the summer. Um, are there any, <laughs> yeah, I know that uh, on a weekly basis, if people follow you on Facebook or if they friend you on Facebook, that they can get their um, Mondays, um, I can't remember the name of it for your Mondays and your Thursdays, but if you can let everybody know about those, they can tap in, uh, listen into those and enjoy your your FB lives. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, so from Monday to Friday, I do Facebook lives and they all are directed at different uh, target markets, basically, right? D- different demographics. Um, because I do so many diverse things in the world, um, what was happening is that you would si- you go on my website and you sign up for my l- newsletter, but then you would get information that you're like, oh, yeah, that's not in my wheelhouse, nor am I comfortable. You know, I have clients <laughs> that, you know, come to see me from a trauma place because that's one of my area of expertise, and then they're getting stuff about BDSM, which is not in their comfort zone, and, and you know, I do lots of, you know, magic in Tantra, and so my, you know, my Tantra people are getting information that they don't want. Like, so it's just basically... I was like, okay, I got to figure out a way to like weed this through and fix this right? so that people can start <laughs> to get the right content from me and the right way and get to spend time with me. So um, every morning on Mondays, it's men's. It's called Mighty Men Mondays. Tuesdays is uh, Trauma Recovery Tuesdays. Wednesdays is Wacky Wednesdays. Thursdays is Transcendent Thursdays, and then later on I do another one called on Thursday or morning is called Tie Me Up Thursdays, which is kink related. Mm-hmm. And Fridays is Frisky Fridays for couples. That's awesome. So, so any day if you just get on Facebook and you check out Gaia, you'll find something awesome for sure. It's always great content in all of our FB lives. So. Even if you look at some of her past posts, you're going to get some great stuff in there for sure. Did you want to add to that, Gaia? Well, I just want to say that, yeah, it's also a great way to really interact with me and get to know me more. And um, the nice thing with Facebook Lives is that you can ask me questions. And so it's a way in which I show up. And I show up every morning for you guys. 
um, and I love it. Um, and I love sharing who I am and sharing content. Um, and then it just helps, you know, us building relationships together. And, and if there's an area that you're struggling with in your life that you need support, whether it's BDSM, whether it's your sex life, whether it's not loving yourself with libido, your libido, you know, come hang out with me, you know, c- contact me. And like I say in my Facebook lives, that doesn't mean to give me a call to ask me out on a date. I am not available. Right? But from a coaching perspective, from a coaching perspective, I, I'm your girl. I'm here for you. I got your back. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to start using that line, by the way. <laughs> not that I can call myself a coach. I don't have coach training. But yes, as a facilitator, I'm here for you. Other than that, have a nice day. <laughs> so it's uh, it is pretty funny, and I do get a lot of um, interesting interesting comments and um, videos. I had like seven masturbation videos in one day, which was fascinating because it was like the one day of the year I was in a church uh, last was that last yeah last week at a family christening, and I got like seven masturbation videos in a row. So yes, if you are listening, I was like. Uh, I was a little overwhelmed by that. I was like, whoa, and they just keep popping, <laughs> literally. So um, oh. <laughs> I want to thank all of you guys. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and, and the reason that I've been doing that is because for those very same reasons is that, you know, often because I show up and I'm so boisterous about sexuality and, and things like that, um, a lot of uh, people are confused and they find me attractive and arousing. And so the only way they've ever known to deal with that arousal is to make it somebody else's responsibility, which means that um, they think that I they they want to date me. <laughs> and so, I'm, you know, for me, I'm showing up in the world and it's a teachable moment. Each one of those moments are a teachable moment to say, no, thank you. Now, how can I support you in your sexual growth and your sexual wellness? I love that. One of my favorite sayings, and I say it a lot lately, is just because I turn you on doesn't mean I'm going to have sex with you. And if I'm truly like being me all the time and I'm being present, the chances are when you are being that energy, which is a rare thing to do, you start to turn things on in different ways. So Mm -hmm. not responsible for your erections or the wet puddles in your pants. And thank you if you have them. Um, And I used to think I was responsible for them, so I would act on it. But you don't have to. Just because you turn something on doesn't mean you have to act on it. I want to thank you guys for joining us this week for a wonderful conversation about BDSM life coaching. So you can find uh, my friend Gaia at succulentliving.com, and you can find me at melitzajelenik.com. Um, I am on uh, actually day eight of 21 of an online course that I've been doing that's called Sexual Magicism. If you guys want to still jump in, that Facebook private group will be open um, even after the 21 days, so you can come on in. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.